this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Exposed. And you see the giant. He sees tracks. He sees the tracks. And he pulls out a great axe. Oh. Oh, crap. Boy. And without any plan. This is the problem. Pembroke is way smarter than I am. So, like, I know I wish he was here now because I'd love to ask him what to do. The heroes cast about desperately for new strategies. Uh, what's he going to do? Shoot Pembroke. Shoot Pembroke. It's the only thing left. <laughs> you have to be creative, Grant. But nothing can stop Troy now. So I'm not worried about it. Not worried at all. <laughs> I bet you're not. I bet you're not. The adventure continues. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh Torek. No. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's your boy Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Ashbeek, and we've got a lot of news, so I'm going to run through it really quickly so you guys can get right to the episode. First off, I'd like to thank our Patreon supporters, especially at the $5 level and up, and I hope that you were enjoying the first episode of our new Ruins of Aslant podcast, Raiders of the Lost Continent. There's another one coming out this Friday, and Troy is guaranteed five uninterrupted weeks of the beginning of this epic adventure helmed by Skidmar. And hey, if you're not already supporting us on Patreon and you're able to, why not hop over there today, sign up, and get in on the ground floor of the Raiders of the Lost Continent podcast. There's a lot of crazy characters on the show, and you're going to want to see the new and creative ways that Skid comes up with to kill them each week. Also, I'm going to need North Carolina to rise up, because if you live in or around the Durham, North Carolina area, make sure you come out to the GCP Mid-Atlantic meetup on Saturday, March 24th. Troy's going to be there, and he's promised me that he's going to be shaking babies and kissing hands. Hopefully, he'll flip that around by the time he gets there, but you won't want to miss it. And because, of course, you guys are the GCP Nation, we're also going to have an event over at GCP Midwest. GCP Midwest is happening in Roselle, Illinois, Saturday, April 7th. All the details for GCP Midwest, Mid-Atlantic, and any other event we have going on are available online at glasscannonpodcast.com slash events. I have one more bit of news for all our loyal listeners on the East Coast. Troy and Skid are going to PAX East 2018. That's Friday, April 6th and Saturday, April 7th. That Friday night, though, at 5 p.m., Everyone in Boston should head over to the Glass Cannon Fan Meetup at the City Tap House. You guys can head out there and you can pick up Skid a beer and try to find Troy a heart. That's it for the news, so without further ado, I really hope you enjoy episode 144. There must be some kind of way out of here, <laughs> said the Joker to the thief. This is... There's too much confusion. <laughs> Roll a D100. These PCs can't, <laughs> can't get no, no relief. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. What episode number is this? <laughs> 144. 144. Is that right? That We've done right. 144? Woo. We were just chatting before we went live that it's amazing. Just knock on every piece of wood, by the way, that we've never lost an episode. Why would you say that? I, on, I on just... Into a microphone. It's amazing we've never had to be like, we have to redo all of that. <laughs> Not um, even God himself could make us lose an episode. <laughs> Shake your fist at the sky, boys. Shake your fist at the sky. I'd like to see him try. Old well, man shakes although, fist at cloud. The oh. one thing that we know for sure is that it will never happen, which is nice. Yeah. It's good to know. That's we have great. a lot of different fail-safes here. I feel like uh, as we've grown, we've made it uh, impossible for something to happen. <laughs> we have one. We have one fail safe. One fail safe. <laughs> we have a lot of different fail safes. Wait, Matthew, here. you're not writing these down verbatim as we record. Oh, am I supposed to be transcribing? <laughs> what have you been doing the last 144 episodes? Learning <laughs> Pathfinder. <laughs> I told you you need to get more use out of your stenographer's license, Matthew, and you never do. We really should get a court reporter in here. That's what we should be spending oh, some of. We'll so put her up in the champagne. What room? is that? What is that clicking? Bernice, can you read that back to me? Click, 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 click. What did Joe say he rolled? 
<laughs> she rolls back the tape. Uh, Joe, natural one. Uh, Joe, natural one. God damn it. Fuck all. Fuck, fuck, fuck. God damn it. Sound of die flying across the room. That'll be the unintelligible grunt. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. Good to be back uh, here at the Watchtower. I bet you weren't expecting that. Lork, you rolled a pretty bad stealth check, but I rolled a natural one. Yeah. Now, what rolled a natural one? Don't worry about it. Don't ask so many questions. <laughs> Some sort of shadow demon. But then old Baron, old stealthy McGee. <laughs> old stealthy McStealtherson. He stopped to light up a uh, cigarillo, I think, on the way. I don't cocky. Th- I don't think he's ever rolled below 12 on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's got those trick die that only roll. They don't have ones and twos on them. Um, I want to say a couple things. It has come to my attention on the boards, as they say. That there is one house rule in particular that the fans hate. And so I... The bottle caps? The bottle caps. They hate them. They're gone. <laughs> They're gone. That reward tier? God. <laughs> I am for one time taking the side of the fans and on the spot right now instituting a reversal of a house rule that we have had since we started playing Pathfinder. I was going to say, well before we started recording the podcast. Yep. There will be no more spontaneous casting. You must learn and know your spells. I had no idea. Spontaneous casting still exists. Right. You're a sorcerer? (laughs) Cool. We're removing spontaneous casting from the game. You got a problem with that, Eric Mona? You come to my house. (laughs) Drunk with power. (laughs) For the record, spontaneous casting is not a house rule. Monks? gone <laughs> there's no more monks there's no more monks you, my son, world. you want to summon a nature's ally you prepare it i will say it. in my defense that i have only taken advantage of that house rule a couple of times only because it's the way hero lab works it's just way easier to sure. track your spells if you prepare them ahead of time so there's only a couple of times that i've taken advantage of that rule so i, I never thank, knew it was so op uh, yeah i mean yeah it's definitely op but um you know, it was also super fun, so so that's it great. It makes yeah. the it game so more fun, fun <laughs> and more interesting, for sure. Yeah. But it swings it insanely to the side of the PCs. You basically can never surprise casters they always have, with any They situation. always have an answer for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I would argue it could be more fun if you just happen to prepare the perfect spell. It right. just won't happen as often. It's not fun at all if you don't. It's not fun at all if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so it all evens uh, out. So I will say, since we're all friends here, after the next rest... The rule goes to effect. Okay. Now, describe how this happens in world terms. (laughs) In world terms. uh, Yeah, make it good. Otherwise, it doesn't count. (laughs) Monks are no longer exist. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the leftovers. Every monk in Galarian just vanished. (laughs) (laughs) One day, they just... (laughs) Shopping carts just rolling across a plaza. (laughs) Where the hell did that monk go? (laughs) I saw a monk pushing that shopping cart. The shopping cart. All the robes. There's this amulets of mighty fists just littering the ground. <laughs> robes, just orange robes, everywhere. robes and amulets, amulets just glittering, <laughs> little giving, giving bowls. Uh, there's leather armor of brawling, just laying on the ground everywhere. Well, you guys, this is day three. Did you just totally skip out on Joe's question? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'll answer you on the next rest. I need to think of an answer. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. We'll each enough. give each other some Fair time. enough. I'll come up with some lame excuse. <laughs> uh, you guys have spent now, this is day three since your uh, infiltration of Skiergard uh, began. The altitude has got to Pembroke immediately. You guys have squeaked your way by at this point without any altitude sickness, but Pembroke is fatigued. The cold has not hurt any of you yet, I believe. Um, Yeah, I don't think so. But you're going into your third hour. Every hour that you're up here, the altitude checks get harder and the cold checks get harder. And that non-lethal damage doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're facing giants and all of a sudden you're only down to a few hit points, all of a sudden that five points of non-lethal damage could be the difference between life and death. That's true. Um, so as much as a pain in the ass it is tracking this stuff, I understand uh, why it exists. Let's give a, a little picture of the scene here. You guys were all in one tower, relatively. Feyraza was uh, over the slave pens, came back, ba 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 That was Lork a nice time. sneaks over to this tower, gets up inside of it, nobody there. 
Pembroke, still at the other tower. Feyraza, as a, what kind of animal are you at this point? I believe I'm a snow bunting. A snow bunting <laughs> starts flying towards watchtower number two. Baron walks over, is now at the base of the tower, and draws the attention of a frost giant. And I will tell you right now, if you Google frost giant, you are not going to get the stat block for this creature. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. A beefier advanced? No. Advanced? No, not advanced. Very specific kind. We'll okay. talk about it if we still had cannon fodder. I thought. <laughs> R.I.P. I thought you were going to say if you Google Frost Giant, you will see a picture of a snow bunching on the <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. The calls are coming from inside the house. <laughs> Troy, Troy, we're not fighting a, a Frost Giant with an advanced degree, are we? Yes. A doctor of, of Frost? That's He's got a Dr. master of frost. social work. <laughs> oh, but is he licensed? That's, I don't know. Pending. Pending. Licensed. Pending. <laughs> in terms of raw mechanics, Lork in the tower, Baron 20 feet away from being in the tower. Because remember, it's a ramp that turns into stairs or stairs that turn into a ramp. I can't remember. Pembroke is 200 feet away oh, inside no. of another tower. Feyraza is 70 feet away in mid-flight. And the Frost Giant is 80 feet away. Oh, boy. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Oh, no. Come on. Okay. This is going to go really well. Oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> so I haven't brought these up on, on air yet, but Skid got me a pair of these celestial dye that light up it when you up. roll a 20, and I rolled a nat 20. Oh, yeah. That might have just saved your roll. Life. Those <laughs> dice moly. are so lit. <laughs> they're cool. They're like a solar one and a lunar one mm-hmm. for their Starfinder themes to celebrate our Starfinder and, and Grant's birthday. Yeah. And that was awesome. It lit up. I was <laughs> under the impression that they were just to be used for Starfinder, so I'm going to need you to re-roll. <laughs> I told him specifically. I'm not kidding. He could use them for whatever game he wanted. Ah, damn it. It's damn his it. birthday. Troy, if you let me hit you as hard as I can in the face before, I'll, I'll re-roll. Only if it hits me with a 20. Okay. All right, so Baron, what's your niche? My niche is a 33, my friend. Oh, my birthday. That's my oh, birthday. Baby. I don't have any room on this. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right, totally. Lork. 17. All right, start filling out the lower numbers here. Pembroke. Uh, uh, 11. 11. What's your initiative modifier? Zero. Okay. Zero, my young friend. <laughs> Feyraza. 21. 21 for Feyraza. All right, the field is set. Your initiative can drink legally now. It can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is round one. R. You. <laughs> Ready! <laughs> no. Round one. Baron. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Toreg. Um, Have you seen him yet? Uh, the Toreg? Giant? Toreg I don't is here? So I think I've, I think I've <laughs> noticed the, the giant at this point. Have I? Or should I roll a perception? You know that you were not as quiet as you could be. Okay. And you see a creature coming towards you. You have dark vision. Yep. Uh, but there are also cook fires and whatnot. There's no light near where you are, but you can see a giant coming towards you. So you that- feel... Pretty confident. That's probably the most generous Troy will be all episode by not making me roll a perception check. It's true. Uh, but I know that there is a giant coming towards me, and so I will skedaddle up that ladder as fast as I can. All right. Uh, you can move 20 feet, I believe, or 30 feet at this 20 point. 20 feet is my base movement speed. If you're moving stealthily, you can only move half your speed, so choose carefully. What do you want to do, Grant? How far away am I from the ladder, my friend? You are d- directly underneath feet, it. I right? mean, it's a ramp that leads to a ladder, a stairs, right. rather. Can I double move 20 feet? Two moves. No, no two actual, stealthy moves. Two movements. Two, two stealthy moves. stealthy movements. I think uh, that, that works. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to so roll not, your stealth check, mm-hmm. and then uh, you can move 20 feet. Time to use the lunar die. Yeah. Guaranteed natural one after rolling <laughs> oh, a no, 20 no, on the solar die. Grant, don't. Ooh. 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 Uh, so that is an 18 on the die for a total of a 31 <laughs> stealth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You think you're okay. All right. <laughs> you think you got up there. You scurry up uh, at least 
now the stealth came in handy, and you get to uh, right next to Lork, essentially, because Lork is inside of that. Are you inside of the hut, or are you outside? No, Did I'm you, outside because I just waved them in. You were waving them in, yeah, right. but I'm like, there's a, a lip, right? Like an edge around the whole thing so right. that I can d- duck behind it. Yeah, six-foot railing. Uh, all right. <laughs> Don't have to duck much. Feyraza. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> An answer. No, that's first. Good first, work. what's the target, and how long does it take to cast? <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Troy, and only Troy. Okay. What's the plant? What's the vegetation like? Just out of curiosity. The plants? Well, it's is a lot of grass? snow up yeah. here. So yeah, there might be some grass, but it's, it's pretty covered in snow. There's some, there's some tre- if you look at the map, there are some trees near this watchtower, though. Uh, does it look? You tell me. You get that same map. I don't see a whole lot. There's dirt. Will dirt help? <laughs> You picked um, the wrong place for trees, Druid boy. Yeah. So far, I feel like I haven't gotten to actually play like the Druid in the true sense because you, we were, we, my her first major battle was inside, and then now we're in the snow. Um, so, to do any of my battlefield control spells, actually, her first major battle was against the Red Caps. That's true. Well, that, that, were, that went. Worked. You were brilliant. That went fine. Those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> All right. So, what would you like to do? You're seventy feet away. Do I from see the, the tower? Giant? You see the giant. Okay. Uh, I'm going to double move and fly and come and land on the tower. On Lork's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, are you landing uh, like where the you know people are walking? Or are you landing on top of the hut? I'll land on top of the, uh, like on top of the hut on top of the tower. Okay, on top. So that's another twenty feet up on top um, of the Quonset hut. What's and uh, do you want me to roll like a a bluff check to appear like a bird or just like a bird that just happened to land on the tower? No, I think we can think it's hand fine. wave that. Yeah, well, I'm going to let that go. Right. It's my understanding. And this <laughs> He's is why, about to murder yeah, us like a tower. <laughs> this is why I didn't make Baron roll a perception check either. You guys are perceiving the entire time. You're making sure that you're not being followed. Uh, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Not worried at all. <laughs> I bet you're not. I bet you're not. Lork. Lork. Um, geez. You've had a week to think about it. Jumps over the railing. <laughs> Just get it over with. <laughs> so has Baron gotten in? Is he visible to me or he's still he's on his way? the up. hut, yeah. So you would assume he's uh, dead. <laughs> you would definitely assume he's dead. Um yeah, he's in the hut. You are outside of the hut, so you cannot see him. Uh, and, and, and in fact, when he came running through, you know, you would probably think that he's up the ladder unless he got soft. All right. Seen. Lork is going to hold his action, uh-huh. uh, but he's going to attempt a stealth check okay. in order to keep. Well, I guess that's not holding your action, but he wants to attempt a stealth. <laughs> yeah, he, he won't Make hold his action. He will uh, attempt a stealth check to keep the giant in view. So he wants to do a perception on the giant, but he's just kind of peeking over the lip and sure. not moving at all in an attempt to, you know, keep an eye on where he's going and how uh, aggressively he's moving toward the tower, if okay. at all. Okay. Roll perception check. Uh, that is a 33. 33 nice. for perception. Now roll the stealth. Stealth is a 26. All right, so you carefully peek up over this ledge. I mean, how tall is uh, Elvin Lork? About 6'5", six, 6'4"? Six, um, I think he's about 6'4", I think. I'll, I'll look it up right now. He is 6'1", actually. He's six a little shorter. One. So you're actually up on your toes to even look over this yeah. railing. Yeah. Uh, and you see the giant does not see you, as far as you can tell. But he's looking at the ground... He sees tracks. He tracks. And he pulls out a great axe. Oh. Oh, crap. Oh, boy. And oh, you're boy. still holding your action? Um, jeez. Um, yeah, I'm going to hold my action. He's, he's far enough away that I want to see what he does next before I do anything rash. Okay. Uh, and it is. But he didn't walk toward the tower. He didn't because he, he stood there turn. and he drew. Oh, oh right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, but now it is his turn. <laughs> And well, he already drew a weapon. That's a move action. Pulls, <laughs> pulls checks out the. Uh, that was his, what he did in his uh, surprise round. Uh, <laughs> you jerk! Uh, and he cautiously moves towards the tower and gets all the way to the base of the tower. Oh my god! And it is Pembroke's turn. Uh, Pem- so Pembroke is in the tower, about two hundred feet away. You said, is that uh, right? yes? Okay. So Pembroke is going to use the majority of his dimensional steps for the day and essentially dimension door through space and time 
to this tower. To this tower. Uh, a bold move gets you in the action, yes. but now there's no escape. Yeah, I thought we were going to. Uh, I thought we were running or away. Or so you would think. <laughs> or so I would think. There's no uh, escape. All right, so Pembroke just... Do you go inside the hut next to Lork on the other side of the tower? Uh, I'm going to do it so that I get to a spot where the giant... I think the giant can't see me, but outside the hut. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that would pretty much be anywhere outside okay. because of that railing. Oh, yeah, the- and at this point, he's at the base. So you want to be on like the southern portion? Sure, that's fine. Create a little space. <laughs> Uh, knowing Bam. what you know of the uh, doors, when Baron comes out, Baron will be on the north side, and right now Lork is pretty much on the east side, and of course Feyraza is on top. Round two. Baron, you are inside of the hut. Lork is outside. Pembroke is now recently teleported. South. Recently <laughs> teleported to the south. The frost giant is at the base of the tower that you were just at before you climbed in the hut. What do you do? This is the least comfortable I have been in a hut since my prom night dinner at Pizza Hut. So I'm gonna <laughs> run straight <laughs> through delightful. the door. I'm not gonna run. But I'm gonna walk uh, through the door on the other side okay. and, and try to close it. Should I do that stealthily? Do you want to roll for that? Now, I believe opening a door is a standard action. Is closing a door a standard action or move action? Move action, I believe. Yep. Okay. So, right. so you can move to the door and open it. That's all you'd be able to do. All right. Well, I'll do that. Correct me if I'm wrong. We had this exact conversation <laughs> in Guerrilla Warfare, and I still don't remember the result of that conversation. <laughs> I think it was we figured out it's a move action. I believe it's a move action. Walk yeah. to the door and open, open the it. door, and you're done. And you're done, so. All right. Feyraza, flying, uh, bunting. Yeah, a bunting. Bunting and flying. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. Okay. Um, it's probably inappropriate, though, right? Yes, of okay. course. Great. Um, Feyraza, seeing how fast this giant closed the distance, which is pretty frightening, uh, is going to take off and is going to kind of lope in the direction of the giant, still pretending to be a bird. Sure. Because I am one. Stop really pretending. She is a I bird. I am a bird. Right, yeah. I'm pretending, I'm pretending to be a bird with no agenda. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an, an, an agendaless bird. I poop on the frost jack. Uh, and she'll kind of swoop within uh, 45 feet of him and cast warp wood on his battle axe. Oh. Okay. Great axe. All right. Everybody calm down. <laughs> great axe. What is the, it is a great axe. Great axe. Um, that he named battle axe. Battle Capital B. Talking battle about axe. the range of the spell. Wait. Or, hold on. What are the components? What's the casting time? <laughs> the I want to know everything about it. What's cool? Listen, you're gonna What's ru- your middle name? How much fun are you going to ruin for me today with my cast? My All right, just the range. I want to know the range. 45 feet. All right, so you got to really swoop. You're going to have to kind of swoop in and around and get in there. I'm just a little bird. Talk to me about warp wood, <laughs> okay. buddy. So you, we, we uh, basically... <laughs> Sounds like he's lying. I'm scared. I'm scared. Giant, <laughs> ba- you warp the handle of the wood. And if this, is, if this succeeds, you're, you take a minus four on all attack rolls. Oh, okay. So it, it it wouldn't just warp completely and break. It just makes it harder, almost to, harder to handle. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Regardless of whether or not this is a magical item, do I get any type of save? Does yeah. the does the axe get a save? Does well, battle axe get a save? Battle axe. It's a named character. <laughs> 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 so it's gonna, it's going to pull its own crit card if it hits. Wow, that's uh, crazy. Plus twenty will save the old battle axe. Correct me if I'm wrong, right Skid, the but the the wielder of the object gets a gets a save. The the object gets a save as if it were the wielder. Great. So yeah. roll will save. And now what if it's magical? Then it gets its own. I think it gets its own. I don't know what supersedes if, if yeah. the the object saving throw supersedes the wielder saving throw. Yeah, okay. that does, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make sense because that would mean a magical saving throw is less than the wielder saving throw. Sure. But I think it's if the if an object is unattended, a magical object is far more difficult yeah, yeah. than a, a, an unattended object. That makes sense. All right. Well, I'm going to roll will save, and I'll let you know what the <laughs> result time. of that will save is. <laughs> ah. Uh, oh, doesn't single digit? Uh, single digit. It's going to be a fourteen. Fail. Uh, yeah. Is this on Hero Land? <laughs> Warped that wood, baby. Yeah. This is a minus four to attack. Yeah, I believe it's under conditions. Warped wood. Yeah, Warped wood. yeah probably a little spell. Warped factor wood. Warped uh, factor wood. Okay, okay. It's your title, boy. Wow, that was cool. <laughs> that was very cool. <laughs> All of a sudden, his, ba- his great axe is like... <laughs> yeah, it's like just, what the? What is Swiss going up? on? 
It might be. Let's see. I think it's in here. Uh, warp. <laughs> I didn't think I had it made out of reclaimed driftwood. <laughs> I can actually. Apparently I did. I can actually do this, and it it puts all the numbers in warp wood, and I choose what which one of his weapons, and it adds it to the grade. That's oh, amazing. That's cool. Way to go, Hero Lab. Scaled it. H Lab. Skid. That's why you never buy your axes at Pier One. That's right. <laughs> First mistake. Rookie mistake. <laughs> I got a gift card for Christmas. <laughs> All right, Lork. Uh, this is so utterly miserable. Uh, I thought we were running away or uh, hiding. I didn't realize. Can we were... you fly? Yeah, exactly. Like, if we fight this thing. What do you think I'm doing Lork, next? Lork is thinking if we fight this thing, it's the worst part, even if we kill it and nobody finds out. There's a body here. We. There, it's, they're going to find it. You're getting ahead of yourself. I know. Right now, you're going to deal with the so fact that this thing is climbing the stairs. That's Disposing what people, of the body. That's what people who are panicking do. <laughs> right. They think too far ahead. It might be worried about disposing of your body. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Did you ever think about him? <laughs> um, oh, my God. All right. Lork is going to, being uh, not extremely clever, uh, he's going to move over to Pembroke, and he's going to say, we can't fight this thing. We have to get out of here before it sees us. Now, he doesn't know the wood was warped, and he definitely knows he's being attacked, but uh, he's just trying to see what Pembroke's plan is. So he wants a brief convo with Pembroke before we get into the fray. Little free actions back and forth? Wise Pembroke. So he's going to use a move action to get over there. Okay. And then he'll, yeah, he'll talk to Pembroke and see what his plan is. Okay, what do you say to Pembroke? It's all free. I'll I'll allow this. He just said it. Yeah, I said, oh, "Oh, we have to get out of here. We can't fight this thing here. All right, so you just run to Pembroke and tell him that. Yes. It is the Frost Giant's turn. Oh, no! No free action for Pembroke! Oh, wait, Pembroke, what would you like to say? Well, this is the thing. This is the problem. Like, Pembroke is way smarter than I am. He's actually way smarter than Elon Musk. <laughs> so, like, I know, I wish he was here now because I'd love to ask him what to do. <laughs> uh, All right. First, I plan to soil myself. Yeah. Then I plan to regroup. So, yeah, he says, I, let's, uh, let's see how this plays out shall we all right then lork is always run if we have to very wise then lork is going to ready an action and he's going to uh fire his bow at the giant if it becomes visible okay i mean if yeah if it comes out of the hut if it comes out of the hut the giant climbs up the ramp no tiptoes up the stairs very cautiously what did he see in the snow was it a Half-lit cigarillo? (laughs) That was too small for any one of his giant buddies to be smoking. Did one of the slaves get out? I better check the watchtower. Climbs to the top of the watchtower. Does not have dark vision. So is in total darkness. Oh, I didn't even think of that. And ten feet away from Baron. So I ask you, can he see Baron? Ten feet away from he is Baron. within Baron. He is within his reach. I would to attack s- Baron. I would say no. Total and, darkness. And I'll give you my reason. It's inside, so there's no moonlight. There's no starlight. This hut is completely covered. That's not true. Baron, open the door. Ah, well, there's Baron some. The door, so there's some well, there's some light pouring po- in directly in front of it. Oh well, then you can see him. If he didn't like hide at all from the light, I forgot that's the coming door in. was open. He attacks Baron. Sorry, oh right. man, this is so bad. Oh, boy. I thought maybe he's hiding behind the door. Only Open one door. attack. I'll throw on power attack. Did you, Just, think, did you think it was like a silence of the lamb? Do you think that's helping situation? me, Troy? Yeah. <laughs> Just for S and G. <laughs> Shits and gigs. That's a double digit. Minus four. No, oh, it's already on your sheet. Yes, it is going to be a twenty-eight to hit. That just surpasses uh, my. Dwarven training. <laughs> Let's talk about the damage. <laughs> a power attack, one swing. Warpwood doesn't doesn't affect the damage. It does not. No, that's just strange. the two hit. That's yeah. strange. If it's a ranged weapon, it's unusable. Oh, cool. Oh, but, wow. But melee. Thirty-eight points of damage. Oh. Shaboom! Two-handed power attack at your only tenth-level character. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. And now it's Pembroke. So did Pembroke hear this happen? Did he hear the swing? I would assume that you heard Um. Okay, so Pembroke is going... Hopefully no one else heard it. And there's no windows in this hut? There are windows, uh, but you're not facing one right now. Um, I work my way around to a window if I have one. Okay. Uh, uh, so you come around to the western side, sure enough, window in, and you see a giant that's taking up pretty much the entire room in there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so this is, uh, is going to be a tough one. Uh, I think I'm actually going to turn in a bottle cap for this. Oh, wow. Pembroke, wow. uh, <laughs> looking through the window, is going to attempt to cast Charm Monster. Uh, it gets a plus. <laughs> it gets a plus five to its will save. It's DC twenty. It gets a plus five on top of its will save because it's being threatened by one of my allies. Ah, uh, DC twenty. Yeah, I got to roll twice. I want to hug him. Technically, Skip. I don't want to. not. Him. He's technically Grant is not threatening him. Hmm. I mean, I don't, well, that's not, that's not true. He's got a range. He's on high. He's got a gun. Well, <laughs> yeah. you, you you warped wood. Hit his weapon. You attacked him. That's true. You had to warp that wood. <laughs> you old Only semen. <laughs> All right. It's uh, going to be tough. Oh, uh, yeah. But you know what? He can always roll a nat- natty one. Where's that bottle cap, by the way? Let us see it. <laughs> just need to put it in my piggy bank. Uh, right. Save it for a rainy day. You just hear it fall. <laughs> well, we'll <Great>. see. <laughs> All right. Rolling my neon uh, green. Come on, come on, and come on. My upcoming Starfinder die. Okay. Ready? Okay. What is the DC? 20. Okay. I rolled a 30 and a 19. Oh! <laughs> oh my God! And the 19 was with the neon green. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh, nice. Amazing. It was almost impossible. Wow. The neon green giveth, the neon green taketh away. What, what did the neon green? I'm sorry, what was it? I rolled a 19 total with the neon green, and it was wow. almost impossible for me to fail that roll. Well, wow. eh, a very small percentage. Wow. Especially with the plus five. What yeah. a well-used bottle cap, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Well used. Uh, so Pembroke all is... right, it's charmed. Yeah, Pembroke <laughs> is peering through the window, and it's just like, Hello! Hello, my friend! Hello! Come, come, I'd love to, I'd love to speak to you for a moment, if you would. And he just... Kind of turns and looks. It was just attacking a dwarf and just turns to look at you. <laughs> oh, he's a friend of mine. He's all right. He doesn't mean you any harm. None of us do. <laughs> Round three. <laughs> Baron, roll a perception check to know that this happened. You heard Pembroke. Well, you would have heard me cast the spell, too. Oh, yeah, heard me do it cause before, some so. sort of thing. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be a pretty low DC. Uh, that is a total of a 19, uh, 20 on a natural four. You know that this creature is charmed. Um, and Baron turns him and says, charmed as well. And then walks out the door. <laughs> charmed, I'm sure. Charmed, I'm sure. Uh, walks out the door and kind of goes around the corner to stand side by side to Pembroke. So he moves 20 feet. Gets as close as he can to old Pems. Uh, and he's going to, uh, what's he going to do? Shoot Pembroke. Shoot Pembroke. <laughs> It's the only thing left. <laughs> you have to be creative, Grant. <laughs> I think he's going to just cast a quick cure lightsos on him because those little points could really add up. Add up. Show could total Ooh. nine points of healing. Nice on himself. You mean? Yeah, absolutely. Heals himself <laughs> unquestioningly. <laughs> That's all I do. <laughs> Feyraza. Uh, Feyraza is going to. Did I hear this? Did I hear Pembroke? You are underneath this thing. Roll a perception check. You've seen this. I as have well. bird hearing. You have bird hearing. Mm, uh, twenty-three. 
23, yeah. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that you uh, you know that this is going down. Faraz is going to double move and come up and land on perch on the railing. Not to mention that once you come up, they would be like, It's jammed! It's yeah, jammed! Yeah, yeah. It's done! <laughs> All right, Stop you- that bird! <laughs> She's, you know, a snow bunting is not a large bird, I should, I should establish. You come land on the landing. Lork, you saw this. Yeah, he'll come up to Pembroke, look through the window. See that the giant is kind of smiling and waving at yeah. Pembroke. <laughs> I wouldn't say smiling. Well, Pembroke is, is definitely like hand signals to everybody. Like, I got this. Yeah. Well, he saw Pembroke walk over. He said, you know, Pembroke, Pembroke, we can't fight this thing. We have to go. Pembroke doesn't even acknowledge him. Slowly and calmly walks around the corner to the window. And you just hear tap, tap, tap. Yeah. Hello, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, he's the best. He's a genius. <laughs> uh, all right. So Lork is going to come over to Pembroke and, uh, and he's going to say, we have to go. Mission abort. Get him to follow us out of camp. We'll take him out of here. They'll think he just left for the night. Well, They'll think he deserted or something. Well, or we could. I mean, he's... Uh, uh, Pardon me one moment, he says to the giant. He turns to Lork, kind of whispers to him. He's like, he'll be uh, under the enchantment for the better part of eight days. Uh, it's up to us to decide whether we want him to come with us, lead him away, or send him back to be... Uh, he could be a great source of information. Be a great source, a, oh. a great friend and ally for the time being. Oh, I couldn't agree more, but tonight we have to get him out because our tracks are all over the place. We have him walk over our tracks out of the camp, and they'll think he just left for the night. Then we send him back up alone and tell him what to tell everyone. We have days for him to re-assimilate back into camp. But tonight, I don't know, I, if we send him back tonight, others might find our, our, uh, our evidence of our trip. Listen, uh, Lork, who's the genius here? It's me. <laughs> Shut up. No, but I'm the tracker. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right. That sounds cool. Don't forget the text of the spell, though. Just something to keep in mind. You can try to give the subject orders, but you must win an opposed charisma check to convince it to do anything it wouldn't ordinarily do. Hmm. Would it ordinarily leave camp tonight? Maybe it not. might for its best friend. If you, it's, it's if your best friend asks you to hurt your other friend. Sure, sure, sure. But you're double-talking the spell. Do you know what I mean? Something it wouldn't ordinarily do. Yeah. Um... I want you to dance, Frost Giant. Dance like you've never danced before. <laughs> dance with me. Well, he is, he is charmed. So what he sure. would normally do is attack small folk on sight. So that's, that's already out the window. Sure, sure. But he perceives right? everyone as an ally right now. Right, exactly. So right. what if the allies were like, you know, we would like to uh, offer you some, some much better food than that gruel you're eating in the, in the meal tent. You know, have a meal with us, and you'll be back here in the morning. You know what I mean? Like some, like we have tempt a panther him. on a spit down to tempt down, him, not order him. That's sort of the way I think about it. <laughs> or we could send him back. Uh, you know, Lork. This was just Lork's idea. Troy, is this round twenty of combat now? Because this has been a long <laughs> conversation. I stopped the music a while ago. <laughs> um, all right, so that was your. Are you taking any actions? You want to swing at him? <laughs> no, he is stowing his arrow, holding his bow, but stowing his arrow. He thinks that we're out of it for the moment, and he doesn't want to create any ruckus or draw any attention at all. He's trying to not draw attention. All right. It is its turn. It goes up to this window, and the window isn't huge, and just kind of crouches down like he's an ice cream vendor uh, <laughs> looking out at Pembroke, and it's just like... What is your name? My name, my name is Pembroke. There are those who call me Pembroke, Professor Pembroke. I've been called Pembroke the Potent in years past, but those years are long past, my friend. May I ask, what is your name? My name is Fijimon. Ah, yes, yes, the Chinatown knockoff of the... uh, Pokemon knockoff. <laughs> yes. yes. Exactly. Gotta catch them. The very same. Well, I, I wonder if you would be willing and able to help us, your friends, just a bit. Help us? There's more of you? Yes, yes. Come come into view. Come. It's quite safe. Come, come. Lork will step you. up in front of the glass. The bird waves from the from the rail. <laughs> It'll flap this wing. Uh, it just kind of peers its head at, at the window. Why are you here? 
Uh, we're here on a very special mission for the Storm Tyrant himself. What kind of a mission? We are here to test the security systems in place here. You know how important this place is to the Storm Tyrant, do you not? I've heard of him, but I've never met him. Skilkatla will sometimes mention his name, but I I don't know too much about who he is. Mm, Skilkatla, yes. We'll have to deal with her as well. We have a meeting with her set up in a few days after we've oh. uh, concluded our research. Oh. <laughs> but I will say that you have done remarkably well in finding my companions. Good job. Oh, well, thank you. I, I heard a noise. I saw a cigarillo <laughs> burning in the snow, and I thought I should just come and make sure everything was okay. This is my station up here, you know. Excellent, excellent. You have done, you did, you approached the situation perfectly, and you did exactly the right thing. And, uh, sorry, Lork, uh, could you make a note uh, in the log? Uh, Lork is staring dumbfounded in amazement <laughs> at Pembroke. <laughs> Did you make it there? And he's just and then he's like, oh, yes, yes, oh, right, yes. Yes, make a note, please, that say that Fijimon was, did exactly the right thing. So this, this sector... Fijimon did exactly, yes. This sector can be counted as secure for the purposes of this test. Oh, good. I'll have to tell them downstairs that I did good for Pembroke and Lork. Yes, Lork, yes. But here's the thing. Don't mention me. Oh. Well, here's, here's the thing, Fijimon. Uh-huh. Now, as this, this mission, which is of the utmost importance, yes. is still due to go on for another week, oh. we, are, we have many other sectors that I we have to see. check. So if they were to know that we were doing this, then for the entire... The the the, uh, the 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 entirety of the project could be compromised. You see, you see what I mean. Well, that that makes sense. Yes, yeah. they mustn't know that we are here if we are to get an accurate representation of the security systems in place. You understand? Yes. Right, right. Like I didn't know you were here. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> we must we must continue to test the other parts of the camp to make sure that people are doing their jobs. Okay. So what? What, what do I do? I, I just pretend I never saw you? Yes, exactly. I think that is a wonderful idea. Don't you think that's a wonderful idea? Kaka! Exactly. I do. Ooh. I do. I, yes. I don't know, Pembroke. This one has shown some uh, excellent skill. Perhaps he, could, uh, perhaps he could even help with the test. Maybe. Perhaps, perhaps. yes. I don't know if you'd be willing, Mr. Mr. Digimon. Digimon, sorry, Digimon. <laughs> Mr. Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> oh my God! I, uh, well, I, uh, maybe I, I could. I, I, they'll be wondering why I'm not back at camp, but I, uh, I, I might be able to help. Do you think if I, if I do good, that maybe they'll send me south? Do you wish to go south? Is that what you want? Well, that's where the best of the best are sent. That's where they're sent to be, lieutenants. Hmm. Can I ask where it is, uh, just for my own purposes? What is the name of the place that you wish to be sent? They don't tell us that. Mm. I think they're afraid we'll just show up there pretending that we already passed the tests. I wish I knew... But maybe if they know that I, I did good here, that, that they'll see that I'm, I'm management material, mm. and they'll, they'll make me a, an officer. Well, and Pembroke, like, leans closer and, like, gestures for him to lean down, like, even closer. And he leans down, and, like, just his, his breath is, like, forming little icicles on <laughs> whiskers. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, well, my friend, I will say... That a performance like this and a test of this importance cannot hurt your chances, if you know what I mean. Now, I can't make any promises, of course, but this will all go in a report directly to the highest levels. So, you you certainly haven't hurt your prospects. Oh, this is great. If the Herseer finds out, or Skirkadla, then I'll be sure to get promoted. Yes, but... Unfortunately, and as we discussed, we, they, they cannot know anything about this until the test is concluded. We will I, inform them ourselves. I, unfortunately, if anyone was to know about this particular investigation, you know that 
we would find out that it came from you since nobody else knows about it. And right. Well, that would eliminate your chances to go south, I'm afraid. Okay, okay so I'll just... You know what I'll do? I'll just... I'll walk away. And I never saw you, but if I do see you, then... Well, I'll... I'll pretend that I don't see it. Well, we'll, do, we'll figure it out. Lork lays his finger next to his nose. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I uh, attacked your friend there. I, I was just doing my job. Does that go as a positive for me? Oh, that was or perfect. Or a negative? Because I really gave him you a did. whopping. You did. And actually, that will go as a credit in your column. Oh, um, good, good. Because, and he's well-trained. He can take a blow like that in his sleep. It's, I'm it's personally very proud of you. That was a wonderful swing. Oh. <laughs> did you have power attack on? That I, was incredible. I did, actually. <laughs> Do you know if I'd hit you two more times, you'd be permanently dead? It's true. I could probably kill you in one stroke, to be honest, but yes. I won't because that would that would go in my permanent that record. That would certainly be a debit. All right. <laughs> okay, good. Good. So I'll 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 go back to the camp, and and if if you need me, um, maybe you can come we, find me or maybe, contact you. Yeah. Where do you, where are you stationed normally? I'm usually in the upper camp. The uh, upper camp. There's, there's, there's two camp. camps here: the lower camp and the upper camp. But uh, you know, I, I you'll be able to find me. And, and this is my station. I'm here every other day. This is your station. Yes, I'm Excellent. here in this in this tower until they tell me different. If they're on high alert, then I might get moved around. Excellent, perfect. Make a note of that as well, Mister Lork. <sighs> Writing it down, yes. Professor. Yes. So, yes. yes. So we may be in contact with you in the future, but please, as we discussed, don't say anything to anyone about this for at least a week. I won't. Right. We will let you know when you can. Think about it. You, if you, Lieutenant Vigiman. It has a nice ring to it. Yes, it does. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Mm. If you'll permit mm. me, I notice your weapon has become a bit warped, shall we say. Strangest thing. You know, you'd think in this climate more would be warped, but mine was fine this morning, and then somehow between the base of the tower and here, it just feels a little off. Well, we wouldn't want you to lose points for having a damaged weapon. Thank you. you would know, you permit me to repair it? take away points for that. You can do that. I can. Oh, that would be wonderful. And he just... <laughs> And this is a talking bird, right? Yep. <laughs> just clarifying. <laughs> Comes out of it and just like holds out this great axe. And for us, we'll cast warp wood again to straighten it out. Presu- I assume that he's not going to. He allows the will save. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> he's not an unwilling subject. Uh, and, oh, this is great. I'm, I'm really glad I met you guys. This this would be good. But you know what? What do I say? I never met you guys at all. Exactly. All right. Well done. Every step you make me prouder and prouder of you, Fijimon. This is going to be good. Then they find out I got sent south and they didn't. (laughs) And uh, Baron chimes and said, "Uh, Professor Pembroke, um, what about the research we were doing into overall morale amongst the giants? Should we ask uh, Fijimon over here about how they're getting along in the camps? Uh, He is uh, right on the ground floor there, Professor. Well, that's true. Now, we were planning on uh, sort of a separate inquiry amongst the highest levels, but to get the rank-and-file soldier's perspective on this would, uh, yes, I think it would be very helpful. Do you, uh, Fijimon, would you mind a few more questions? Oh, no, sure, please. Any right. friend of mine, I can help out anywhere. If he's uh, able to. Uh, Mr. Mr. Baron, uh, you, you would uh, if you were to start at this, perhaps you'd like to. Well, uh, we know that to Volstice, it's top priority that all of his men get along because an army that gets along fights the best. So we want to know of any potential problems that you have amongst each other so we can kind of nip them in the bud before we go massacring all the small folk of Galarian. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, um... You know, it's funny, I, I didn't, I just realized this, you're the only small folk I've met that are on our side. So weird. Well, there's lots more than us. Are there? Yes. Very interesting. I, I feel very confused right now, but... Um, <laughs> Storm Tyrant has many creatures in his service. Yes. Fijimon the Giants. Beasts. Fijimon the Giants are going to take over the entire world. It's time to get on the side of the... The winning side, if you know what I mean. Good, yes. That's that's why I'm here. I want to prove my mettle. So your question was about the, the general demeanor of the camp? 
Yes, and any potential problems that you, you see? Well, you know, you've got lots of different giants down there. You put a lot of giants in a small area trying to work together. It doesn't always work out. That's why the Herseer has us frost giants there to maintain order. We tend to be a little bit more powerful than your average hill, cave, giant, and the like. Your cyclops, your and So well, we're down there to maintain order. I'm already in a position of power, you see. So if things were to go well, I'm pretty much in line to go south so um yeah it's 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 tentative down there but i i and my fellow frost giants we keep things uh well under control under the orders of the herseer what kind of arguments have you had to break up well you know uh between you and me food isn't always uh readily available uh there's a lot more giants here than there were when i first got to the camp so uh you know sometimes it'll be uh, just a simple brawl to the death over a chicken leg hmm. Hmm. other times you just look at someone the wrong way and all hell breaks loose but uh you know luckily we're there to stop anything from getting too out of hand so you feel that the, you and your fellow frost giants have the situation mostly in control at the moment? Yes, for, for the most part. Luckily, it's, you know, just petty arguments and whatnot. I mean, it is it is pretty feisty down there, but so far, hasn't been anything cataclysmic. Well, I hope, for our sake, uh, that there is, aren't any food shortages, any, any issues in that area, anything like that. That would be terrible, wouldn't it? And just out of curiosity... You, you, you frost giants are not concerned that the other giants will rise against you. No, no, no. They spirit. don't resent your overseeing. Uh, no, no, I, I, I mean, maybe they do, but they certainly don't act like it. And to be honest, I don't really care. I am in it for the long haul, and then Skirkatla tells us that we are going to take over the world. And when she says we, I assume she means all of us. If I'm to be a leader, then I must accept all of them. Now, can I ask you, Skirkatla, was she allowing the the painting of faction symbols on, on individual tents? I mean, seems like it might be separating giants into groups or something like that, and the Storm Tyrant wonders why something like that would be would be allowed in a camp that's supposed to be united under one banner. Well, it's, it's a good question, and one I considered myself when I first started rising through the ranks. The only thing I can think of is that it gives these giants a sense of um, sort of place in remembering who they are. Pride. Pride in, in their clans and whatnot. Um, that's a good good question, though I'm sure it could be perceived uh, as a, an act of, I'm better than you, my or tribe's better than you. Or any you. clans uh, that don't get along regularly or anything like that? Um... Yeah, actually, there are a few tribes that really we end up having to separate more often than not. Oh, we've seen this. Uh, I remember up at, uh, was the name of that? Oh, uh, no, that was a secret location. Oh, we can't, I, we can't I'm, divulge I'm sorry. that. And even oh, to you, I'm sorry. But yes, yes, we have seen this before, this sort of thing. Hmm. The more factions you have, the more dangerous it can be. It is a constant danger. You'd think we would have succeeded at taking over the world sooner. <laughs> Says the bird. <laughs> Would you like a cracker or something? Or, uh, Always. <laughs> One other question for you, yes, Sigimon. Yes. Uh, we know that Skirkatla rules with an iron fist and will certainly lead us into victory eventually, but we also know that she is a lover of animals. Have you uh, been any patrols around the uh, four caves up top? Have you uh, seen any mistreatment of what's in there? You know, uh, what, what kind of what kind of uh, what kind of treatment of the beasts do you see up there? Well, I, I've never known her to be a lover of animals. Um, you don't know her as well as I do. That's uh, oh, well, well, yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Uh, we are not on a, a first name basis. Um, <laughs> well, uh, in terms of the caves up here, mm-hmm. that's where the, those are the wolf warrens. Mm. Um, we're not allowed to go in there. Who takes care of those wolves? They take care of themselves. I'm surprised you don't know about them. Well, we've been to other camps where they have, so that's just oversight on my part. I'm, I'm sorry, I got confused. It's that top secret location we can't talk about. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, there. Uh, there's a there's one wolf in there in particular that runs all the other wolves we don't treat with them hmm. interesting hmm. yes 
Well, that's definitely on the list as well. That's going to be a tough one. I don't look forward to that. Uh, do you have any other questions for our, for our, uh, our exemplary friend? Anything? Oh, the, the clan names, the ones that don't uh, always get along. What, 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 were those, what were those names? Well, the two that end up giving us the most problem are the Death Brand and the Earth Coven. Um, They're usually buttonheads, are they? They are the ones that we end up having to break up the most. Uh, they are a fierce bunch, both of them, but again... Those are hill giants. Uh, the the Earth Coven uh, tends to be mostly hill giants, and uh, Death Brand is a little mix of everything. And between you and me, I think they're a little culty. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. You see here, Professor, this is what I don't think Skir Cutler would have known, these kinds of things. This is why we have to talk to no, smart giants no, exactly. like Fijimon to find out exactly. You see, and these are the kind of things we can nip in the bud. Exactly. I'm so glad that you had the idea. This is really, this, this was, this could not have been a more fortunate meeting. The timing really was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is great. Well, I'm going to run. Be sure to eat your dinner. Yeah, I don't want to miss out on uh, It's a to miss uh, your gruel. Yes. Uh, Do you know what they're serving tonight? Slave, I hope. Ah, that is is a good, hearty meal. A good slave. Good good slave. Yes. Or as we call them, the ones that chose the wrong side. Exactly. (laughs) You get it. You get it. Oh, those poor deluded fools. They deserve everything they get, I say. (laughs) Well, uh, have a good evening. I will. Are you sure and, uh, you don't want to come down and have some slave with no, you? No, honestly, right. no, honestly. We just we just filled up on slaves earlier. Okay, so Fijimon, well, yeah. so. remember, we can't be seen. All right, right. That's remember, right, it's very important. I just, yes. I just uh, wanted to make sure you guys were okay. All right. Um, I'm going to split. <laughs> uh, see you later. All right, well met. All right. Goodbye. He jumps off the side of the tunnel. Uh, <laughs> and now kill yourself. Uh, Operation Secret Shopper. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> continues apace. Secret Shopper. Wow. Spectacular right. Pembroke. Well done. Very, very, very nice. Good, and you get your bottle cap back. Yeah, <laughs> you get an old Lord bottle cap. Uh, oh, nice! There you okay. go. That's a good bottle cap investment. Yes, yeah, it really yeah. was. Your, your return was just immediate. Oh, ROI, 100%. maybe the best 100% one. Return. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So things were looking pretty ugly there. This Ooh. thing comes up, and with one hit. Takes about, you know, a fourth of Baron's hit points, maybe with a more. Essentially broken weapon. Worse with an essentially than broken a broken weapon. weapon. And this is what you know you're up against at this point. I mean, this is a creature that can do multiple attacks. With power attack, I mean, you're just talking on a crit times three. Forget it. It's game over. One shot death. <laughs> going to be so, so many deaths. The minute, the minute, <laughs> the minute that... Uh, Fijimon gets out of sight like Pembroke is like oh god like slaps <laughs> his cane down to like, the ground yeah. opens he's his cane like, this is like oh. he's like wiping sweat off his mouth like, good god oh, that was a close one <laughs> perhaps we should go yes I think it's a good right, idea we need to leave Pembroke we, that was utterly brilliant yes, but we have to leave we have to be more careful in the future but yes we should leave now we have to leave but we have to take care of that skyrocket before we do aye you get the skyrocket I'll get the tracks all right and Lork is going to, as we, you know, while well, you take care of the Skyrocket, and then as we leave, Lork is going to, uh, it's his favorite terrain. He can undo the, the tracks. tracks. Now, you say as we leave, like it's not a big deal. You're in the middle of a camp. This is what drew this Frost Giant, this is what drew Vegemon to you. It's eating time. In the first place. So why did you come over here? To sabotage this rocket and get a better look at the camps. Get a better look the, at the, the camps. Yeah, the lower camp. The information that we got from him. Invaluable. Like, Invaluable. what we were trying to find out was how to get, it, what I thought we were trying to find out was how to get the camp some uh, uh, discord. Discord. So discord. Camp. My so favorite application on the personal computer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was hoping to see, you know, a Cyclops pushing around a hill giant or something like that, look at their brands, and then see, like, all right, we're going to go to this tent and start some Right. Shit. You know now about some opposing clans. You know that there are wolves. In those caves, and that Remember, the wolves there were mine three themselves. large openings, one huge opening, and the wolves and the frost giants kind of do their own thing. They're not allowed in there. And if memory serves, you said the huge opening was a it was a huge opening, right? There like were three large, huge creature, one huge. 
there are two buildings on these camps, too, which I think initially last week was your interest. You've got this one building in the lower camps, smoke coming out of the chimney. But we haven't seen any activity. Any activity in there. And then the one on the upper camp, uh, very clearly a, you know, some sort of a mess hall. That's yes. where they line up to get food. But right now, you just want to go back to base camp. Right. That's the plan. All right. Who's I think we flying? pushed our luck this evening. <laughs> well, I, I have a solution. Uh, if you, if uh, Feraza remains in bird form, so you can fly away. I do have Dimension Door prepared. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can take uh, the other two gentlemen with me. Oh. oh. Awesome. Yeah. And now, do you, can you go exactly where you want to go yeah. with Dimension Door? I just have to visualize it. Oh, perfect. And yeah. uh, distance-wise, you can uh, go back s- to the forge? Se- well, I can go 700 feet. I can get 700 feet away. All right, so you can get safely out of camp. Right. For sure. <sighs> yeah. Do you still want sleight of hand checks on the Skyrocket? Uh, yes, to make sure it's not obvious. Oh, this is another die I have not spoken about yet. An unnamed person, as of yet, uh, gave them to me at the GCP West, and yes, it rolled someone. a 17. Yay, all right. All on right. the die. On the die, oh, which great. is a total of a 25. See, Joe, it doesn't matter what die I use. <laughs> so they're all rigged. <laughs> Those are three, I think, three Skyrockets at this point that you've sabotaged, and I believe you passed your sleight of hand on all of them. Maybe one of them was shoddy. I don't know. But yeah, you I got think the, the first one the first was a little one, shoddy. The second second one was like up towards the, the main road. Right, the main road. And then and this now, is the one by the lower this camp. One. Very, very important uh, should you uh, attempt uh, any a full sort scale of, attack. A full scale attack on the camp. Certain death. <laughs> All right, so the uh, bumbling intern. What is it again? Snow bunting? Snow bunting. <laughs> <laughs> Flies off. Can, can, can I get you a coffee? Can, 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 can a bubbling intern. I wish we had a bubbling intern. That's what the show needs. <laughs> Flies off as Pembroke just touches Baron and Lork. Yeah. And you, and you guys, you know, in terms of the map, you are like on the southern road here below the lower camp. Well safe from uh, any sort of harm on your way Begin back down, the hike down to the base camp. Yay. And Lork the whole time is covering tracks. Yes. Faraza will, will catch up and land and offer Pembroke a ride, and she will transform into a snow llama. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's actually a thing. But <laughs> <laughs> a snama. A snama. A white right. llama. <laughs> so you guys get back down to camp. Yes. Eventually. It takes three hours. Mm-hmm. You're cold. You're tired. You're a little sick, altitude-wise. Um, at least Pembroke is. Uh, you feel a little heady, but you're glad to be back down. Whew! That was a close one. What is the plan for day four? Oh, my God. I don't know. What is the plan? <laughs> I have no idea. Where do you go from here? You've got information. You've got information on stuff even deeper in the camp as well. But what do you think you want to do? You've been... How long can you just keep sneaking in and testing the waters? When is it time to take action? I don't know if this is boring to listen to, but from a tactical perspective, (laughs) I want to check out the farms in the upper northeast corner because they are far away from the camps and perhaps less well guarded. That is what I think might be worth doing. We get a little more intel to see what happens. What is that ice skating rink? up there by their doing. Yeah. Can we rent skates in dwarf sizes? <laughs> I want to know. Right, we also we have to check those out. There are two buildings on, built on ice ponds. Yeah, I'm just wondering if we could get more info by like overseeing rather than a flyby. Well, Maybe it, Troy will be more forthcoming. Sure. If it's a farm, because we did get the lead on the food, so you know, if there's something we can do with the food supply, that might be something to check out up, up there. Is there a way for us to poison the food supply? I don't know. Maybe. Let's check the ma- let's check the magics. The other thing we can do is just attempt to destroy it, disrupt it, it fire. somehow. Yeah. yeah. Baron has alchemy uh, checks, right? I'm sure. I, I have craft alchemy. Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, something in there that would allow you. <laughs> I've never used it outside of gunsmithing because Troy hates poisons <laughs> with all of his heart. <laughs> go ahead and roll a craft alchemy check. Okay, uh, dwarven die. Here we go. That is a nine on the die for a total of a fifteen. You think that you could probably come up with something, um, but you're going to need a lot more um, precision in your crafting than that. This is a large army you'd be trying to poison. Um, 
So a 15 isn't going to do it, basically. Like, so if you do decide to go that route, you have the capabilities of doing it, but you could screw it up. You know what else I have, Troy? A bottle cap. Oh! This might be time for the dawning of the age of Aquarius. <laughs> age of the bottle cap. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say you have some spider venom. I have that, too. It does. <laughs> All right, so we've got one idea about going to maybe these farms. That might be a little harder. You want to go to the source, you go to the mess hall. Yeah. That's a little harder as well because you've got to go through two giant if camps. If we have uh, invisibility, do we have invisibility? Uh, yeah. If we have invisibility, Lork would like to go invisible, go into the camp while they're eating, the lower camp. Uh-huh. Go into one of the tents of the clans that don't get along so much uh-huh. steal something and putting it put it in the tent of one of the other ones classic oh, oh yeah the classic. old bait and switch the old bait and switch okay you'd have eight minutes eight minutes eight minutes you can do it in eight minutes okay I classic. like it I like it alright very interesting alright so there's a couple of plans here um, I, I vote both mm. <laughs> alright two well, pronged attack here's what's Split gonna help you when you wake up tomorrow morning Pembroke and Feyraza our level nine. <gasps> oh! yeah! We'll see you next week. Yeah! <laughs> 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 awesome. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Prepare your spells. <laughs> Prepare your <those> spells. <laughs> The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.